Hello, Lou. Don't look so enthusiastic. <sighs> I know. Me too. This will be a very quick show. Yeah. <laughs> this is the the the, uh, the part of I'm, Def Leppard How does that? I'm not pretending. This this, this album was like. The, I should say these. Well, this next album in particular, it's like uh, it's like going into a whorehouse with Monopoly money. You don't get shit. <laughs> and that album he is mentioning is called X. X does not mark the spot on this album. Nope. Not whatsoever. Um, I, you know, when I remember first getting it, I listened to it, and I don't remember it sounding too bad. But now, listening to it now, I'm like, I don't know what the hell I was thinking. I, I don't know. But the only... Go ahead. Here's what I think. It's 2002. New metal's dying out. Post-grunge is coming in. You know, the puddle of mud and Nickelback and all that stuff. And at the time, you sort of have, like, teeny bopper-type pop music, although they could play an instrument. It's popular, so... Really, what's Def Leppard's competition? That, not yeah. the rock bands. Right. And yeah. uh, I, I remember seeing now on VH1 of all places because it was in heavy rotation, and I was excited for it. And here I thought, wow, they're referencing the Pyromania days because the Union Jack flag shirt is, you know, mm. throughout the video. So I'm like, okay, maybe it's good. Yeah, what a bait and switch. <laughs> yeah, you expect them to come back and do something like the old stuff, but no, not at all. This isn't even like on slang level. I prefer slang to this. Yeah, no, slang was good <laughs> compared to this. But uh, slang just getting was into the album, a tenfold compared to this. Right. But just getting into the album, the, the first song now, I like that song. I think it's a good song. I, that could have been on slang. That could have been you know, like one of the better songs on slang. You know? I enjoyed it too. So it's pretty catchy. Um uh, sounds like Def Leppard and what they would be doing at this time. And uh, actually thought the uh oh no, all right, never mind, I already mentioned that. Um the question you but, have to ask yourself, has Def Leppard gone full boy band with this song? Oh I I wrote you that the other day because you know, I listened to this thing all the way through. Actually I got halfway through it and I'm like, what the I don't remember these songs being like this. <laughs> well, see, here's the thing. Mutt Lang was their buffer for writing good pop rock songs. Right. On this album, Marty Fridrickson, right. who is notorious for writing hit pop songs for rock bands, is on this. He's already written for Aerosmith. Uh, I think at that point he was, you know, along the lines of like the Max Martin, you know, like pop stars of the late 90s, early 2000s. It did not work with Def Leppard at all as we continue no. on with this album, especially with the next song, Unbelievable. I said, it's unbelievable that Def Leppard has gone from suck to blow. <laughs> I said, unbelievable. Yep, it really is. So what am I listening to? I had to check the CD to make sure it wasn't the Backstreet Boys. Chameleon from Halloween is a far superior album to this. Oh, please don't even mention that album's name near this album. <laughs> Chameleon then, is like... A perfect 10 compared to this. I mean, like, I'm sorry for every bad word I said about Chameleon. Chameleon's a good album. It uh, is a good it, album. It just keeps getting worse. You're so beautiful. Okay, so now Backstreet Boys learn their instruments. <laughs> How is the it verse... that this... Sorry, go ahead. 
The verses are cool. I like the verses part, but then once it gets to that chorus, it's 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 a boy band again. All I could ask myself was, how is this the same band that did Hysteria? Right. It's just it just doesn't make sense. Just blows my mind. Uh, Every day. Okay, this one isn't too bad. Just reminds me of two steps behind though. I can't tell if they completely abandoned hard rock or just accepted bro country before it became a thing. Don't like <laughs> it, don't hate country. it. <laughs> uh, long, long way to go. I know. Don't remind me. There's 14 more songs left on this album. I actually like this song though. Really? You know, they played it live, and I was with my best friend from high school, Natalie, when we saw this concert. And, um, you know, being you know, two kids from New York City, um, having experienced 9-11 as it was happening, mm-hmm. and they dedicated it to, when they played it live, they dedicated it to the uh, um, the people who um, whose lives were taken at 9-11 and to the troops who were getting ready to go into battle. Um, you know, they dedicated it to them and, you know, the city of New York. And, you know, here I was with my best friend from high school, and we just, like, you know, held each other, and we were, you know, it, it meant a lot to us. In the moment. So, yeah. yeah. In that context, like, I guess, you know, it's really not a terrible, terrible song. It, it, it's worse than this album. Just like, crazy because none of the band members wrote this song. Right. And yeah, it's just. Uh, four Little Word. Uh, band attempted an ACDC song. I wrote, No, no, no. It's Armageddon in part two and it fucking blows. Ooh, I didn't even hear Armageddon in on there. Oh, it's the same uh, riffs. Yeah, uh, I couldn't even listen to it uh, closely to even realize. Uh, Torn to shreds. Okay, this this sounds like slang. It's not that bad, but uh, also not that good. Again, this sounds like a boy band. Mm, it's decent at best. Again, it's a product of its time. Are oh, you liking there, these songs more than I do? <laughs> it's it's decent. Again, mm, if you take it into the if you take it into the context that it's competing with Michelle Branch, S Club 7, and Vanessa Carlton, it's decent. Uh, love, don't die, the love Don't Lie. Uh, my love for Def Leppard is a lie after Adrenalize, and they've made me struggle ever since. I worshipped this band so much, now look what they did. Seal should <laughs> sue for copyright infringement, because they completely stole the song Crazy. Oh, I mean, come on, seriously. I, I hear that. I love that song. I so no, do I. Said, uh, I hear that now in the song. Maybe, yeah. Gravity. Ugh. It's a shame because those guitars in the chorus are pretty heavy, but this song is just terrible. What was the name of that uh, show that was on MTV? Oh, yeah. Next. <laughs> uh, something this album makes me want to do? Cry. Okay, what the hell? How do we have a song now that sounds like it could have been uh, a better song off of Adrenalize? I have to cut through nine songs to find a rocker I actually enjoy. Yeah. It's it's very strange. That's another thing too. There's a lot of different sounds on this album. You got like this R and B type thing going on, and you got uh, you know like the acoustic type things going on, like with the drum set. Like he's he's using like the electronic kit on one song, and he's using the acoustic kit on the other song. A lot of different things going on in this album, so it's a little confusing. You know, it's like a little all over the place. I'm not keen on the production on this record. No, it just sounds so flat. It's so flat. Uh, Girl Like You? Nope. Mm, not as good as the previous track. Okay. Uh, let me be the one. No, let me be the one who turns this shit off. 
I wrote, Def- so Def Leppard has gone from the band whose songs could be heard on Light FM to the band who writes songs for Light FM. <laughs> Next. Scar, again with another song that could have been on Adrenalize. Why? Why is it here? I wrote, I actually wrote something to harken us back to hysteria, but not up to par. Okay at best. And uh, kiss the day. No, kiss the ground because this album is over. Doesn't it feel like they intentionally ripped off the beginning of She's Too Tough from Retroactive and then completely went a Beatles-esque direction, which was just mm. wrong? Well, yeah, I can hear that too. But this album was just terrible, man. I, I Honestly, I don't remember it being this bad. I swore I listened to it not too long ago just to check it out. And I thought I liked some songs, but it's just... I hate to rip an album this bad, but it's just... Uh, you can't not... See, this is this is the cognitive decline that I have with certain bands. When your quality of output from the past that still holds up to this day, and you write it and record an album that you say is the best thing you've ever done, mm. but it doesn't hold up a, a, an ass hair to what they've done in the past. Did they say that about X? That this is one of the best they've ever done? Well... Time? I know at the time, Joe Elliott, whom I respect and admire, because, I mean, you know, the face of Def Leppard, you know, the the, the public spokesperson for Def Leppard, you know, was the guy that, you know, when everything went down with him, you know, he was there to just do damage control. So I give him all the credit in the world. But he was really defending this album, you know, when he was, when they were called out for abandoning their hard rock roots, he said, but we've always considered ourselves a pop band. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, yeah, popular music played with a hard rock, dare I say, heavy metal attitude. Mm-hmm. And then you release this album. That's like asking for filet mignon and you get shit on a platter. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I mean, like, like, I know I joked about Chameleon, but here's the thing. When I first heard Chameleon, I didn't like it. Going back and listening to Chameleon and even Pink Bubbles Go Ape, I can hear better what they were trying to do. And I can say that I love those albums now. I can't say that about this. Yeah, no, I, I would never really go back to this album, except to listen to the song now. And if anybody doesn't know who's talking about with Chameleon and Pink Bubbles Go Ape, it's the band Halloween. So go check those two albums out. And check uh, out those episodes. They were yeah, good. Please do. Um, but yeah, X, if you can, just avoid it, honestly, because it, it really, it's its not even a Def Leppard album. I don't consider it Def Leppard. The only thing X I could compare <clears> it to <throat> is Shiza videos, because it's shit. <laughs> well, after they gave us that crappy album, they gave us another one, but they did another a lot of covers. Album. <laughs> another crappy album, and this time as a covers album called Yeah. They should have named it No. <laughs> or nah <laughs> there are some decent songs on here a lot of these things I don't know who they are I've heard them I just can't think of who the the, um, the original ones are um, but there's just not enough songs on here that, that makes me because usually if you hear like a covers album you'll find a song or two where you want to go and seek out who that band was you know yeah. With this, no. 
I, I don't care who's on it. I, I mean, there are good songs there. I'll, I'll mention that later. But there's nothing on here that I want that I don't know about already that I want to find out more about. Um, I guess in the context of cover albums, the only one I could really compare it to would probably be the Spaghetti Incident from Guns N' Roses. I actually mm, looked for the original versions of those songs right. and found that I really loved them. Mm. You know, like it was cool to hear um, New Rose by The Damned and now I love The Damned. I think they're the best punk band to come out of the UK. Um, you know, I can even say the same about uh, Nazareth. I went back and dis- discovered Hair of the Dog. What a great album. I never knew Nazareth until I heard that. Oh, now you make me happy. Now you make me happy being a damn fan. I haven't even listened. To, I haven't listened to it. I saw it at a yard sale. I'm like, oh, I know who it is. I'll just buy it. But, uh, I mean, I, I could do, I could profess my love for the damned from their early punk days, their goth 80s days. I have nothing bad to say about it. I love that band. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, in context, I really wish that they would have possibly covered like a song like The Rover by Led Zeppelin. Because I know mm. that they were Zeppelin fans growing up. It would have been cool to have heard them do a UFO track. Mm. Because back in the day, they used to cover UFO. Especially when, you know, before their On Through the Night days, around their EP days. It would have been cool to have heard them pay homage to the rock bands. Because some one of the things that annoys me about this album, when I saw them in concert in 2006 with Journey, they played Rock On. Mm-hmm. That song is still in the set list. It's not a good song. All right. Yeah. I don't give a flying app fuck what anyone says. <laughs> it's not a good song. Never was. It, no. And I'm glad you agree with me because that song is fucking god awful. <laughs> and they make it somehow make it worse. <laughs> and make it drag on forever. It just seems like it just doesn't want to end. And why you would pick the cover of that song is, is beyond me. But at least the first song, 20th Century Boy, even though I really don't care for that song, they still did a, a fairly decent job on it. And it's it's cool. I like it. I enjoy that one, too. But, uh, yeah, we both agree on Rock On. And for most of this album, uh, Hanging on the Telephone, Waterloo Sunset, Hellraiser. Uh, I don't even know what 10538 Overture is. Okay, so Hanging on the Telephone was by The Nerves, but it was made famous by Blondie. Right. Waterloo Sunset is The Kinks. Hellraiser is The Sweet. Um, 10-5-3-8 Overture, that's ELO, Electric Light Orchestra. Oh, I didn't even recognize that. Yeah. Hmm. So Hanging on the Telephone, I thought, was good. I I actually love that track. Um, I love that when Blondie did it. I I love that when Def Leppard did it. I love that when... Melissa Rauch as Harley Quinn did it in Batman and Harley Quinn. <laughs> mm. um, Waterloo Sunset, I thought, was eh. Hellraiser, I think you, if they had picked any song by the suite, it would have worked. Um, mm. I would have liked to have heard them do Burn on the Flame, personally. Um, although Hellraiser, that was a nice surprise. Um, ELO, I've never really been a fan of theirs. Oh. So, I, 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 But I'm open gotta... to... I'm open to listening to yellow. them. I'm open. I'm open. You're missing out. <laughs> okay, then I will listen to them. Um, then after that, you have "Street Life" by Roxy Music. I thought this was good. Let me see. I nope. Drive. Uh, uh, sorry. Go ahead. go ahead. 
Like driving. Every song, every song, like driving Saturday, driving in Saturday. Oh no, yeah, oh drive in Saturday. Sorry, I wrote it wrong. Yeah, that's a Bowie song. I can see. I I know Def Leppard are huge Bowie fans. I don't think they do Bowie well. Leave it alone. Really? All right. No. Well, not this one. Not on this album. We'll get to the next one. But you know what a better Bowie track would have been if they had done Moon Age Daydream. That would have kicked. Uh. But yeah, most of this little bit of love, nope. Golden Age mm-hmm. of rock and roll, nope. Uh, no matter. This one's good, decent song yes. too. They did it justice. Uh, I, I he's like gonna, this one. He's you'd like he's gonna step on you again? No, no, I like no matter what. This oh, one, no I matter what. Yeah. the throw. Yeah, no matter track. what, it, it no matter is a really cool song. I, that one's alright. Uh, he's gonna step on you again? No. Uh, no. Don't believe a word. Yes. Finally, finally, one song on here that's. I love this song. I love the song, the original version, and I think they did it very good on on their version. I mean, they kept it very uh, similar to the original. They didn't yeah, really change nothing change. up, but they did a really good version of it. So I, I agree I'm with happy you. With that. Uh, Stay with me. Not not a bad song. It's okay, uh, but they just pretty much did a good job on it. And um, I think that's it, right? So I guess we could agree that the best song on this is Don't Believe a Word from the Thin Lizzy cover. Yeah, I, I would have loved to hear them do more Thin Lizzy songs. They need to do more songs like this. Yeah, again, it's like, you know, if they had picked any sweet song, it would have been cool. If they had picked Moon Age Daydream, if they had picked UFO, if they had picked, oh, dear God. Um, trying to think in the context of the bands that they were influenced by. And I know I mentioned that they'd done... If you listen to a song like Rock of Ages and mm. you listen to The Rover from Zeppelin's Physical Graffiti album, you could hear similarities. Right. You know, like that would have been cool. Right. But, you know, Dev Leppard at this point is a band that could do whatever the hell that it wants and they don't have to answer to anybody. So who are we to judge? Oh, yeah, we're the music buying public. <laughs> <laughs> now, did you listen to Year Two, which is on the uh, Volume 3 box set? Yes, and like the number two, it's a big deuce. Really? There's a couple of good songs on it, though. We'll go through them. There's more good songs on this one than there is on the first one. And this one's a little different, too, because, um, well, I think the one I listened to, there's there's kind of like mixes of uh, live songs and things like that. Yeah, yeah. So it's I already not, like the it's live. It's not all just... Uh... What's that? Uh-oh. Oh, you know what? I... Oh, sorry, I'm back. Um, no, the live songs were good. I'd say this one was half and half um, good, half bad. Right. Probably better than the first. Okay, yeah, all right. I'll, I'll agree with you on that. But if I mean, like, took... it's what? not a perfect Def Leppard album by any stretch. Oh, no. And it's just something for them just to have fun with, which is fine. But uh, I, when they do, when bands do things like this, I always wish that they do songs that I, I actually know, or maybe something that was on the radio that you know everybody would know and we'd be more familiar with this stuff. But sometimes they just pick such obscure songs; it just goes beyond me. And yeah. it's okay to do obscure, but do it well, please. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. um, like I said, this one's actually better than the first one. I think um, you oh, you can't always get what you want. I kind of like that one, and they also did that one as an acoustic uh, version, and they were called the Hippies from Hell. Mm-hmm. So that I was a good one. Okay, I thought they did okay. Uh, and uh, Ziggy Stardust too. That was pretty good. 
They did that. That that's a good Bowie song. Yeah, that that was good. I I'm not too keen on acoustic Def Leppard. I'm not either, honest. but they did that one okay. So I don't mind that one. Uh, the other one that really shocked me, and I, I'm really finding it very hard to find out or to believe that Rick Allen is playing drums on a song, Under My Wheels. It's not. Okay, because I'm looking in the booklet, and it's not saying who's on it. This was done for the Alice Cooper tribute album released on, I think it was Cleopatra or Deadline Records back in 99. Okay. It's it's not Def Leppard. It's, it's, it's Phil and Joe with other musicians. I think oh. Bob Kulig's on rhythm. All right, because I'm I'm looking in the book to see who's playing on what, and it didn't list it, and it just said Rick Allen, and uh, I was like, "There's no way," because there's drum rolls in here, and there's um, uh, drum, uh, whatever. There's there's a lot of drum things going on that Rick Allen obviously cannot do. Not saying that he's a bad drummer, but just the way the the swing of the way the the drummer's playing to this, it's not him. I could just tell okay. Him. So it's Joe Elliott on vocals, Bob Kulig and Phil Colin on guitar. Pat Torpy of Mr. Big on drums, Chuck Wright from Quiet Riot on bass, and Clarence Clemens on saxophone. Hmm. Very interesting. That's weird that they put it on here, then. It's kind of weird. Well, I mean, they also... I, I, I know Joe Elliott did a couple of songs for a movie called uh, When Saturday Comes back in 95, um, and hmm. it was credited to Def Leppard, but it wasn't Def Leppard. It was just him. So it's weird. Uh, another one I like, Rebel Rebel, another David Bowie song. I thought they did this one fairly well. Yeah, that was good. So they could pull that one off. Uh, Lead Boots sucks, but again, that's not Rick Allen on drums. I don't know who played that song. Mm, Maybe don't know. it's the same session as that uh, other one. Roxanne, what in the hell were they thinking? <sighs> it's like a. Um, in like a blues club or something like a jazz that's phil's vocals though isn't it mm, no it might have actually been mixed with uh joe and phil it sometimes it's hard to tell who's you know uh, who's who between the two so yeah. their voices are very like similar a little bit of a of a rough voice because he actually phil does do the um what do you call it uh, he does the rap man. on um make love like a man no, he does the other song. Oh, man, what the hell is this song does he do? Stay with me. Stay with me. You sing Stay With Me. You hit mute, Skull. You hit mute. Sorry. That's, <laughs> that's a good one, too. And Sav actually sings a song. We'll get to that. But, okay. Uh, I didn't know. Uh, American Girl loved the original song. And again, they did a great version of this. Space Oddity was, was okay. Didn't like uh, it. Didn't like it. Yeah, because oh, I don't know. Space Oddity. Oh no, I'm sorry. This was a touching tribute to David Bowie ten years before he passed, but it was good. Yeah. Elected. They did a live version of it, but I thought they did that fairly well too. They they changed up the drums a little bit, which was kind of weird. But um, well, I mean, Rick's playing on his uh, kit, so you know he yeah. had to change it to. He admitted that he had to change his playing style to fit, you know, yeah. what he could do that with his kit. It worked, so it was good. Yeah, it does. And then they did uh, the Queen song. Now, um, now I'm here. 
I'm here, yeah. Love this I'm song. Here. And Brian May is on it too with them. This I remember was... seeing that live when they uh, when that concert happened on MTV. It was pretty cool. That was cool. Yeah. I still got that on VHS somewhere. Uh, all the young dudes. I, the, the music is awesome. I think they played that really well. But then when Ian Hunter came on, it was like, maybe he shouldn't be singing this song. <laughs> I gotta respect the contributions of the man, though. Anyways. Oh, yeah, no. Mata is awesome, which uh, Greg turned me on to because uh, I always knew who they were. And of course, I know uh, all the young dudes, but uh, I didn't really go beyond that, really. And then all we right. did one of the albums. And, uh, so, three but, bands I'm guilty of not listening to ELO, Mata Hoople, and Humble Pie. I guess I have to do my homework. Yeah, and him humble pie either. I never listened to. But yeah, ELO. I mean, come on, man. I know um, Evil Woman and Don't Bring Me Down. I like those two, but you get the um, well, Blue Sky. See, I I kind of like Mr. Blue Sky. I don't really like it that much. But there's other songs. I should make it like a little mix. Or actually, there's a um, there's a best of. I'll check it out. Check it out. Actually, there's but there's two of them. One of them. Uh, all the songs, the music part is redone, except for the vocals. I think because something happened with the one of the other guys that was in the band. I think they had some kind of legal fight or whatever, so we had to redo all the instruments. Oh, okay. And then there's another best of, which is all the original. I just have to know which one it is. I'll dig my way through. Yeah. Move right along. I'm done. Go ahead. No, I mean, let's move on to the rest of the album. Oh, that's all I like. <laughs> oh, okay. The rest of it sucks. <laughs> okay. Um, I thought When Undead and Gone was a good cover. I didn't... It, it's funny, because the first version I heard of this song was by Fury in the Slaughterhouse back in 94. Uh, this um, very unknown um, Russian rock band. And they were played all the time on Q104.3. So that's when I first heard the song. So I was like, oh, Def Leppard's covering them? And then I realized, oh, they didn't write it. McGinnis Flint did. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Um, Winter Song, did not feel it at all. Mm-hmm. Search and Destroy, hell fucking yeah. I thought this was a great cover. Who would have known that they covered Metallica? I said Search and Destroy, not Seek and Destroy. <laughs> that's by Iggy and the Stooges. Um, I liked the uh, the dear friends. I thought Sav can sing. Great job. Yeah. And uh, heartbeat, <clears throat> yawn. So yeah, that's why I skip most of the album because there's just it's just too much, and, and uh, a lot of it's really not that. To me, it's not that good. So we have two studio albums left by Def Leppard. What do we think of them? We mm. don't know yet. Mm. We'll find out. On the next episode of Def Leppard. On Ratsaw Review. <laughs> Lou, where can we find you and Music is Life? You can find me over at musicislifepodcast.com. And as always, I'm spreading the good word of ratsoudreview.com. Thank you to everyone out there who's subscribing to the network. The numbers are going up every week. Thank you. Yeah. And congratulations. We got a thousand um, followers on TikTok now, which is awesome. That's right, and uh, now I can go live. And uh, although I hate going live by myself, I hate talking to myself. You know, it's weird. Well, I'm at 90 <laughs> likes right now on TikTok, so I got about really. 
910. Yeah, um, I, I took your advice and I started creating more content and uh, it's been working out. Actually, my highest viewed video right now is one where I talked about my top 10 favorite bands. That's mm. got over 3,000 views. Wow. And over 30 something likes. It's crazy. That's awesome. TikTok is is a whole other world. I mean, I, I use everything. I, I use Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and now TikTok. Uh, Twitter, I, I'm, I'm thinking of just getting off of there because nobody talks, nobody comments, nothing. Twitter is a waste of time. I rarely go on Twitter, but I do use it. I do interact with other podcasts, so that's, that's pretty cool. the thing. I have a few people, the great Harry Barnett. I talk to him on Twitter. Lisa Mann, I talk to her on Twitter. Otherwise, I, I don't care about Twitter. <laughs> it's it's terrible. Facebook, I got my friends on there. Everybody, you're on there. Everybody's on Facebook, so I, Facebook ain't gonna go anywhere. And Instagram, they just people just like like this stuff. I, I never get any comments. Once in a while, once in a blue moon, I get comments and stuff. But nothing like TikTok. It's so strange. Probably because TikTok is the new frontier, I guess, of social media. So there's more interaction. I guess. But I'm afraid that they're going to, because the China thing keeps coming up again with TikTok. And people are trying to push Biden to get rid of TikTok. So uh, at some point, it might end up being gone. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Have to wait and see. But for now, I'm on TikTok, just under Red Sad Review. And it's fun. I, I put up uh, album versus album battles on there, and you get to choose which one you like more than the other. And um, sometimes we'll actually, which we just got, did before this show, uh, we did one of the album album thing battles that I picked. So that was pretty fun. And um, maybe we make it a little bit more interactive with uh, our show and, and people from TikTok as well. I try to make this show as interactive as possible between the YouTube channel and you know all the other social media stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, can only do so much. We'll have to wait and see. We got to wait and see. But uh, ratsoutreview.com. What? Not to say thank you to everybody who's engaging with us. We really appreciate it. And yeah. uh, we're not stopping. So, no, I'm not. There's no reason to stop. I've been doing this for since 2018. And you, you too. You've been, what, like a year after us with your own stuff? A year not after. Even, maybe. And you were the first person to take notice of what I was doing, and I'll always be grateful to you for that. Thank you. You're welcome, sir. Well, I couldn't. I, you know, I listen to your show. It's fun. It's exciting. I like and what you do. Thanks. Well, I definitely feel like it's gotten better from with the interviews that I've gotten. I mean, you know, Sasha from Halloween, John from uh, Shockwire, you know. Um, That's the thing some- with your show. Like, you do a lot of people that I don't even know who the hell they are. But I still listen anyway because you always get between you the way you do your show and the way you talk to people and the way you interview people, it's it's a fun listen, you know. And then your guests are fun too, and then Thanks. I get to learn a little bit more. I, I don't do that with everybody's show. If it's, if I see things that like I listen to Chris Jericho's podcast and he'll do he'll have people on there that I don't give a shit about, so I won't listen. But you, I know you, I know what you're gonna do and how your show's gonna be, so I listen. I wouldn't put them on if I didn't like what they were doing. I don't yeah, do favors. Right. No, I wouldn't do it either. We don't do favors. We don't take money. Mm-mm. And uh, people who, uh, and if I do like. interview you and the interview turns out to be a pile of uh, dog doo-doo, I'm not posting it. No way. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's not worth it. But yeah, you can find all of our stuff at salary.com. Please subscribe. Music is Life podcast on YouTube. And uh, yeah, follow me on Twitter. And we're all on every social media. Just look us up. And we will see you guys next week. Oh, and please, uh, well, 
I'll mention it anyway. Uh, the um, thing for our friend Eric Adams' mother, please go to uh, GoFundMe. If you want to just go to Go GoFundMe.com, you can search. Uh, how do you pronounce her name? Jo- um, Josephina. Josephina Santana. Josephina Santana. Uh, look her name up, and you'll see her up there. There's a picture of her. Um, donate anything. You know, just uh, let's try to get to the goal. She needs a lot of help. She needs a home health aid. That's like the the main goal is to get her a home health aid. So we can meet that goal. That can happen. And then uh, EA can get back onto his uh, Beyond Bushido show with James. And uh, everybody will be happy. Absolutely. Josefina will be happy as well. And everybody will be taken care of. And that's it. That's all I can think of. Yeah, that's all I can think of too. And uh, as always, again, thank you for your support, everyone. We appreciate it. Yes, thank you very much for everything that everybody has done, commented, and subscribed. I really appreciate everything that you've done for us. And uh, we will see you guys next week. Peace. Bye-bye. What? <laughs>